This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland. What's up everyone? My name is Russell and you are listening to phoenixradio.com.au. That was a new one from Missy Higgins with Total Control. It's 2.09pm and what time is it? It is Hero Time in which I'll be bringing you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news for your hearing pleasure. Coming up this week, new information on Hogwarts Legacy, the Daredevil reboot in the works, Avatar 2 solves underwater motion capture problem, and a live-action Resident Evil TV series has a new release date. But first up in our top story, coming from the folks of IGN, Avalanche Software lifted the veil on Hogwarts Legacy. During a special State of Play, the 20-minute show was dedicated to showing off new gameplay and plot details. As seen in last week's State of Play, Hogwarts Legacy will let players live their full wizarding life as a fifth-year student at Hogwarts. That includes a wizard duel with another classmate, brewing potions in class, flying on a broomstick, and exploring the school's campus in your free time. Avalanche Software also shared some plot details for Hogwarts Legacy, where the player is tasked with investigating a rumoured goblin rebellion led by a goblin named Ranrock. Further noting, there was an uneasy alliance between goblins and dark wizards. As previously confirmed, when the game was announced back in 2020, Hogwarts Legacy is set in the late 1800s. Avalanche Software notes in the latest PlayStation blog that the decision to set it in this time period was to ensure your legend is never overshadowed by another hero. Though the developer assured fans of the Wizarding World that the gameplay will be familiar to everything you love about the Harry Potter series. Last week's broadcast also detailed new gameplay mechanics and features included in Hogwarts Legacy, including a talent system in which you can upgrade specific skills such as stealth or your ability to efficiently use abilities you learn when you are in the room of requirement. The game has stirred up discussion over its connection to Harry Potter author J.K. Rowling, who has become notable for her transphobic comments in recent years. Warner Brothers has said the author is not directly involved with the game, but leadership has said she's entitled to express her personal opinion. Reports has since suggested that the game will allow for transgender characters to be created. Hogwarts Legacy is slated to launch this holiday. Up next, reports from IGN confirmed that a Daredevil reboot is reportedly set to enter production and will apparently be a Disney Plus MCU series. The later issue of Production Weekly which provides listings of pre-production or in-production projects for film professionals, includes a section for a show simply referred to as Daredevil Reboot. The show is listed as a Disney Plus series currently in development, 
with head of Marvel Studios Kevin Feige and Chris Gary from Marvel's Behind a Mask, mentioned as producers. No timing is given for when the show would begin production, however, nor which actors would be involved. The listing also includes a synopsis for the show, but this appears to be based on descriptions of the original Daredevil Netflix series. We already knew that Charlie Cox will be returning to play Matt Murdock slash Daredevil in the MCU, but it hasn't been clear in what kind of project the character would appear. One major question is what kind of reboot this would be. Should it become a finished project? Matt Murdock's cameo appearance in Spider-Man No Way Home didn't give much away, but did show a character who looked and acted extremely similar to the Daredevil we saw on Netflix. With that in mind, this could be a reboot in the sense of firmly tying the show into the current MCU. However, with the multiverse now firmly in play, it's possible this could be more a drastic reboot, altering the character's backstory in some way. Separately, it feels as though there's a strong possibility the character will appear in the Echo spin-off series, which will focus on Alacra Cox's take on a deaf superhero and seemingly her relationship to longtime Daredevil nemesis Kingpin. Daredevil has been a huge request from MCU fans since the Netflix shows were cancelled, and Disney hasn't just added the original series to its streaming service, but promised there's more Daredevil to come. Charlie Cox would prefer for the character's projects to remain MA15 plus rated, and the fact that Disney hasn't censored any of the Netflix shows is a good early sign. Up next, IGN reports that Avatar 2 star Zoe Saldana has commended James Cameron for using his advanced technology in a sequel to crack the underwater motion capture challenge. As reported by Variety, Saldana touched on the topic of Avatar 2 during a recent interview with journalist Kevin McCarthy in which she referenced the powerful results that director James Cameron was able to achieve by solving the underwater motion capture problem in a way that would allow him to fully explore the underwater worlds of Pandora. Jim was finally able to crack that challenge, that whole thing that you can't imitate water virtually through performance capture, Saldana said in recognition of the breakthrough. That was a challenge that he had taken upon himself, and it took him years, and he did it. He did it. It's powerful. It's compelling. Producer John Landau previously revealed that quite a lot of time will be spent on the water, around the water, and in the water in the Avatar sequels, as Jake and Nitiri will be forced to leave their home and explore different regions of Pandora. He also shared a photo of two high-tech underwater ships, a high-speed Matador vessel, and a small Picador jackboat. 
Cameron developed groundbreaking new technology for the long-awaited sequel, enabling motion capture while immersed in water. They then got to work on making new underwater crab suit vehicles for the film, which also had Kate Winslet hold her breath in a water tank for nearly eight minutes, playing her character, Ronal, one of the planet's sea people. Saldana acknowledged that Avatar 2 is a definite leap from the first entry in the franchise and that audiences should brace themselves for it. I can get choked up just talking about it, the actress admitted. I was able to see just 20 minutes of the second installment right before the year ended last year. And I was speechless. I was moved to tears. Avatar 2 is due out December 16th, 2022, after 13 years of production and various delays. Filming on Avatar 3 wrapped last September, with that film due out on December 20th, 2024. Avatar 4 in December 2026, and Avatar 5 in December 2028. Ubisoft is also releasing Avatar Frontiers of Pandora, a first-person open-world action-adventure video game adaptation. The final reports of the day, reports coming from, you guessed it, IGN, states that Netflix's live-action Resident Evil series is on its way soon, unleashing the T-Virus on the 14th of July. Resident Evil introduces Jade Wesker, a survivor whose surname should be familiar to fans of the video games. Here's the show's official synopsis. Year 2036, 14 years after the deadly virus caused a global apocalypse, Jade Wesker fights for survival in a world overrun by the bloodthirsty infected and insane creatures. In this absolute carnage, Jade is haunted by her past in New Raccoon City by her father's chilling connections to the Umbrella Corporation, but mostly by what happened to her sister, Billy. The core Resident Evil cast was revealed back in 2021, and we know Lance Reddick will be playing longtime Resident Evil character Albert Wesker. Jade and Billy are the daughters of Albert and will seemingly be the show's key characters. Along with the Resident Evil release date, Netflix has also released three new teaser posters and they might just give us a better idea of what the show will be about. A new logo and a hint of the T-Virus, which turns people into zombies, causing the show's apocalypse, are enough to get Resident Evil fans salivating, but it's third image that really picks our interest. Debuting a pill called Joy, it looks as though the nefarious Umbrella Corporation has been working on a new line of medication. The pill itself is covered in blood, always a good sign that things haven't exactly worked out, but even the pill's name itself could be a hint. A new antidepressant, perhaps? 
how that ties into the T-virus and Umbrella's other schemes remains to be seen. And we may have no idea which timeline in which we'll see Joy make its debut. A previous announcement from Netflix confirmed that we'll see the story pan out across two different timelines, Jade and Billy's childhoods, as well as decades after the viral outbreak of the T-virus. In the first timeline, 14-year-old sisters Jade and Billy Wesker are moved to New Raccoon City, a manufactured corporate town forced on them right as adolescence is in full swing. But the more time they spend there, the more they come to realize that the town is more than it seems, and their father may be concealing dark secrets, secrets that could destroy the world. The second timeline comes after the global apocalypse. There are less than 15 million people left on Earth, and more than 6 billion monsters, people and animals infected with the T-virus. Jade, now 30, struggles to survive in this new world, while the secrets from her past about her sister, her father, and herself continue to haunt her. The Resident Evil TV series stars Lance Reddick as Albert Wesker alongside Ella Belinska, Tamara Smart, Sienna Agudong, Adeline Rudolph, Paula Nuez, Ahad Razamir, Connor Gossati, and Turlo Converi. Andrew Dabb is on board as showrunner writing the eight-episode series alongside Mary Lee Sutton. As stated at the beginning of this report, the live-action Resident Evil TV series will be released on Netflix on the 14th of July. And that's all the time for Hero Time this week. Thank you very much for listening to this week's edition of Hero Time. Join me again next week while I keep you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news for your absolute hearing pleasure. And don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Phoenix Hero Time for the pop culture news I post every day of the week. And if you want to catch up on today's episode of Hero Time, listen to it again on Phoenix Radio Podcast, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Wooshka. Thanks again for listening. My name is Russell, and for all the programs you love, keep it right to phoenixradio.com.au. Have a good day, everyone. Goodbye.